With a major need at wide receiver, the Chargers cannot sit this trade deadline now, and we have three realistic options and two long-shot receivers the Chargers could try to target during the bye. You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up and welcome into the Lockdown Chargers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade, joined as always by my co-host, David Drogemeyer. And we've been covering the Chargers together now for six seasons. But this is our fifth season as the host of the Lockdown Chargers podcast, bringing you your team every day. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen today. And to make sure you never miss the show, go subscribe to the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel and also follow the show for free on all platforms wherever you get your podcast from. And today, David, we're talking about trade deadline targets for the Chargers, specifically at wide receiver because the Chargers did sign an edge rusher and a Jeremiah Tauchu, so they might be out on the trading for an edge rusher game. We'll talk about that, but wide receiver feels like a position the Chargers cannot sit by and just hope that they can get healthy. Now that Mike Williams is officially reportedly out for at least four weeks and Keenan Allen has dealt with a hamstring all year long, the Chargers have to make a move, so we have some options Nelson Aguilar, maybe. I'm surprised how much I like that for the Chargers, potentially. There are a few guys out there on struggling teams that could make sense for the Chargers, and we'll talk about a couple of long shots like Elijah Moore. Take anything that you want. And then a few guys I've seen a lot of Chargers fans talking about that just won't realistically happen because of the cap hit that they carry going forward. But today's episode of Lockdown Chargers is brought to you by Prize Picks, my favorite daily fantasy site. You, all you have to do is pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code LOCKEDON. That's prizepicks.com, promo code LOCKEDON. All right, David, so there were some options definitely looking at some of the struggling teams at wide receiver, and we both agree the Chargers and Tom Telesco have to buck a trend of not making any moves during the deadline and really get after it in these next couple of weeks before they face off against the Falcons before the trade deadline comes. Who are you looking at for the Chargers to potentially add at wide receiver since that position definitely needs something? Yeah, they definitely need to. The Chargers got to make a move that they don't have enough talent at the wide receiver position. And obviously, you know, you want a guy that can come come in here and bring in, you know, just an amazing amount of speed and and open field ability. But those guys are not all easily available. So you got to figure out who is going to fit um, in that role for, you know, a decent price. And so I think one of the guys that makes some sense to me here is Traquan Smith, the wide receiver from New Orleans. Obviously, there's some familiarity there with the offense and Joe Lombardi. And, you know, he's been a big play guy. I mean, his yards per reception every single year is over 11 yards per reception. So this guy, he he, he doesn't get a lot of targets, um, but he what he does with those targets, uh, you know, he makes big plays and he helps stretch out the football field. So I think this is a guy that can come in that doesn't have a huge, uh, you know, salary here, $1.1 million base and $2.7 million for next year that the Chargers could trade for. And it, I don't think the price as far as compensation would be too large either. No, and I mean, we were looking at just what receivers have been costing, right? And Trey Con Smith is a guy that I think has put up admirable production, admirable production considering what the quarterback situation has been there over the last few years. But the Saints, I think, are a good target just because the Saints – 
have three really good wide receivers, right, that are clear starters above Traquan Smith. They have Tessalave, yeah. they have Michael Thomas, and they also have Jarvis Landry. So they're a team that could be at, you know, two and five trying to ship some players out. It makes a lot of sense for them to get something back, especially for these guys that aren't even starters for them and are just basically taking up space on the bench. I like Traquan Smith. I mean, I think that he's been consistent, right? I mean, I think he's been able to make plays for them when they haven't had a lot of offensive weapons, and now they obviously have a ton. I don't love it, but I do think at a certain point, like the Chargers just need to add talent to that position. And I even take a flyer on Marquez Callaway, another guy yeah. there that I think, you know, has actually been a pretty big deep threat for that team, kind of in the mold of, you know, Mike Williams for the Chargers, where he's not a burner, but he has been able to make some big time contested catches down the field yeah, with 15. Mike Williams. Two yards per catch. Yeah, exactly. He's a guy that definitely, I mean, 15.2 is definitely a number where it's like that's consistently making plays down yeah. the field, something that we need to see more of from the Chargers. 46 catches, 698 yards, and six touchdowns in 2021, averaged over 15 yards a catch last year. That'll play. This year, yeah, I mean, for sure. Not a, a yak threat, and he does have a problem with drops. I mean, then the last game he had a, a drop that ended up turning into a pick six, which is not something you want to see. Ouch. But the Chargers are kind of at a desperation point now. I mean, yeah. he's doesn't have the most consistent hands but he has been a pretty consistent deep threat for them <clears throat> over the last couple of seasons and i'd be okay with it but the one i like the most is easily nelson aguilar oh I mean, yeah another guy that has a lot of drops and i'm just gonna start there because i know a lot of people you know have talked about hey i would take this guy but i he drops the ball all the time that is true there's literally a viral video of a philly you know eagles fan that's just saying like yeah i caught it unlike you know nelson aguilar did <laughs> which is hilarious but He's actually been a lot better. At least he was last year, right? Only one in 2021 as a whole. And he had a really, really good se uh, season for the Patriots. But the reason I think you'd make a lot of sense for the Chargers, David, is because he's a guy that fits in even when Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are back. He's still yeah. a guy that brings something to your offense. Yeah, he brings some speed. He's a 4-4-240 guy, and he brings some experience as well. He's an eight-year vet in the NFL. And when when he had a pretty decent quarterback with Derek Carr, I mean, I, I know you're going to probably make fun of me for saying he's a <laughs> decent quarterback, but the numbers actually back it up. I mean, 48 receptions, 896 yards, eight touchdowns, and 18.7 yards per reception. So that's a guy that is making big play after big play after big play repeatedly. And that is something that needs to be injected directly into the veins of the Chargers offense. It's going to open things up for everybody else. We knew what what happened when Jalen Guyton was getting involved in the game plan, when he was able to go out there and run some routes and also stretch the field and, and not be predictable. I think this is a guy that is going to be someone who's going to be consistent, that can help the offense with Keenan Allen, without Keenan Allen. They need to bring somebody in. Yeah, he has a $9 million base salary, but the Chargers would only be responsible for paying a prorated amount of that. I think this is a guy that would be a perfect compliment, and I wouldn't even mind the compensation that it would require because I feel like this is a guy that needs to be wearing lightning bolts here very, very soon. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a guy that not only, I mean, gets you that deep threat with that 4-4-2 speed, he'd be the fastest Chargers receiver right now, obviously. Oh, yeah. But also, I mean, this year alone, he's 16th in yards after the catch per catch, which is something the Chargers need, right? Almost six yards after the catch per reception. Nice. And they don't really have much of that, right? And he also is 11th in just yards per catch on average this season, right? So he is a proven deep throw. He did it with the Raiders. He did it even last year with Mac Jones. He's a big play guy, and he is going to have some drops. He does have a couple of fumbles. Fumbles are something, though, that, I mean, are, are kind of random in some sense, though. I mean, a guy who does yeah. drop the ball a lot, you don't want him fumbling. 
But I think the thing is, though, David, is like going into the season, the Chargers kind of needed, you know, a boost at the wide receiver yep. position. They were missing certain tools. Nelson Aguilar brings some of those things. He probably wouldn't cost you a ton since he's a guy who also has kind of fallen by the wayside in New England because they have other guys that have been stepping up, like Ricky Tyquan Thornton. Jacob yeah. Myers is their number one receiver. They have Devontae Parker in front of him now. That's another struggling team who just lost and got handled by the Bears. They're not going anywhere. They could be sellers. Bill Belichick does like to sell receivers and stuff like that and guys like that that he can get something for, especially if they're not playing. So there is some precedent there. I didn't think I'd like Nelson Aguilar, but I mean, I'm, I would take the chances with the drops just to add the explosiveness, explosiveness that he would still bring. Like, yeah, I'm sure there would be some frustrating moments with him, but the Chargers just need something. And this is a dude who, yeah, had almost 900 yards two seasons ago in 2020 with the Raiders. So he's definitely turned it around for sure. And there are some other guys, David, that I would really like a lot more. I mean, Elijah Moore, no pun intended, is one of those guys. (laughs) So I do want to talk about a couple of long shots because there's another long shot that you like that could potentially be a charger and, you know, be a nice young receiver to go along with the guys they have right now. And then there are also some some guys that we've seen floating around there that we want to probably stop the hype train on because it's just not going to happen for financial reasons. But we all agree the Chargers need to do something. And, I mean, if they don't, if they stay in pad again and just sign guys like Jeremiah Tauchu, it's going to be a long rest of the season, or at least that's the way it feels like. And I just think it sends the wrong message to the fans. Like, you should be going for it right now. And if you do something like that, at least it feels like you're actually trying to go for it and not just, you know, picking up other people's scraps. But we're going to get into our long shots coming up after this. But I do need to tell you guys, that Bird Dogs just launched the sweatpants. I know, Bird Dogs were already the most comfortable shorts and pants that have the built-in liner that you love, and now they have sweatpants that you can use for any occasion. I use mine out on the golf course because they look nice enough to be out on the golf course, and I'm bad enough at golf where I need pure comfort all the time or else it's going to make me even worse than I already am, make me hit more houses and things like that. But you might not play like Tiger on a bender, but you sure will feel like it in your Bird Dogs, and they are higher quality than Lululemon while being $20 less. The pants, though, I think are really, really great from Bird Dogs. I was looking at the pants. I have a pair. I was thinking about adding on to my collection. The great thing about them is you get the nice elastic comfort of Bird Dogs with the built-in liners, but they look like dress pants. They just don't feel like any dress pants that you've ever worn. And I love the the kinds that I love the most. Listen to these ones, guys. You'd have to check out the Phil Gates and the Jeff Pesos on BirdDogs.com. Those are the ones I like the most. Go to birddogs.com and enter the promo code locked on right now, guys, and they'll even throw in a free bird dogs rope hat. Everyone loves a nice rope hat. And if you go to birddogs.com and enter that promo code locked on, you can get one. That's birddogs.com, promo code locked on, and boom, a free bird dogs rope hat with your pair of bird dogs, the most comfortable shorts, pants, and sweatpants with built in liners. You will not take these things off, I promise you. I also need to tell you guys if you need to make a moment more special, you go to BlueNile.com. That's what I've done, but it is my favorite online jeweler and the best online jeweler out there where you're going to get the best prices. And whether you're looking to pop the question, have a milestone to celebrate, or just want to let your love sparkle, Blue Nile can help you with the celebrations and make them even more memorable. Blue Nile has helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. Their easy online tools let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as the setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then help you handcraft her a perfect one-of-a-kind engagement ring. I know for me, I have a very picky wife, and she wanted to choose all of these things, and it made it very easy working with the people at BlueNile.com because they always have experts on hand 24-7, available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. So I just had my notepad 
They help me pick out the perfect thing for the most special moment of my life. Blue Nile orders are shipped for free in discreet packaging. They're also, you can get them overnight if you're in a rush from Blue Nile because they can always get you the packages the fastest you're going to find. So make sure you make your moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. That's B-L-U-N-I-L-E.com. Code LOCKEDON to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. BlueNile.com. Code LOCKEDON. Well, David, we talked about some of the realistic guys the Chargers could go after. I mean, Nelson Aguilar's you know, Patriots teammate could be one of those guys, too. Kendrick Bourne, just adding more talent to the room is really what we want to do at this point. Finding proven receivers that we've seen do it in this league, right, that you can throw in there and can hopefully help you out right away. But there have been a couple of younger David options that are probably more explosive and would cost a lot more. And the first one I have to talk about is Elijah Moore because Elijah Moore is like one of my draft crushes, admittedly, right? Definitely (laughs) pre-draft bias is going on because he hasn't done much, but he started cooking a little bit towards the end of the 2021 season. I think you saw what he's about and what he can do. And I love Elijah Moore. He has requested a trade. He's the only guy on this list that we're talking about so far where he has actually asked for it. But they have also said that they're not going to trade him. Either way, David, I'm testing that, and I'm sending out a pretty appeasing offer if I'm the Chargers looking at someone that not only fits a need, but you also have under contract through the next three seasons, like two and a half seasons. I mean, that's the the perfect kind of player to go after to go along with those huge contracts of Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Absolutely. The million-dollar man said everyone's got their price, and just because the Jets are saying that they don't want to make a trade and they don't want to trade him – That doesn't mean that there isn't a price that they wouldn't accept. So there is absolutely no reason not to pick up the phone and call him up and say, hey, what do you think about a third round pick? What do you think (laughs) about a a, a nice, you know, nice package of, you know, maybe a player that you need to help you with your push? Who knows? I mean, this could be mutually beneficial for both teams. But Elijah Moore brings real deep speed Four, three, four. 40 this guy can burn he can absolutely fly he's a big play machine through 11 games he had 538 yards and five touchdowns in 2021 so this guy can make things happen he's a guy that is under contract at 965,000 and changed through 2024 so the price it's going to take is definitely going to be immense but just imagine what this injection injection of speed into this chargers offense could do for justin herbert and the rest of the wide receivers on this team, it could definitely open things up and make them a much, much more dangerous unit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, explosiveness check can be a deep threat check, right? And I think just an easy separator. And I think that's something that Justin Herbert kind of really needs and and has really done well with. And the Chargers' biggest problem right now, at least one of them, is just the receiver's inability to separate because Mike Williams has never been a great separator. Josh Palmer to this point, been banged up this year, hasn't really been that easy separator. DeAndre Carter's not really that guy either. We saw in that interception last week, like he was never open on that route, right? When he was trying yeah, to get Yeah, that was a bad decision there. by Justin, though. 100%. But like he did also kind of quit on that route, too, a little bit. DeAndre yeah. Carter did, if we're being honest about it. But either way, it was Justin Herbert's fault. What I'm saying, though, is just 
he's a guy that doesn't just find ways to get open. I mean, no, the best right. throw we've probably seen this season was the Kansas City Chiefs, Justin Herbert, after he hurts his ribs, right? He ends yeah. up throwing that ball to DeAndre Carter, that and he's a, literally – ridiculous throw. Just how much separation was there? There was nothing. None. It was like None negative separation. The None. DB was like in front of him, right? And I was just <laughs> – an insane, ins- insane, insane throw in between two defenders. But the Chargers don't have easy separators like that, no. right? And I think that's one of those things where you can get this guy – He's going to be cheap for the next few seasons while you have guys like Keenan Allen and Mike Williams under contract. I'd be throwing a King's ransom at the Jets. I would shoot every one of Tom Telesco's third round picks straight into the sun if it meant getting Elijah Moore back in return. Absolutely. Because the thing is, David, I'm I'm throwing in mid-round picks because like the mid-round picks aren't hitting for the Chargers anyways. They should be aggressive with those picks. Robert Quinn just went for a freaking fourth round pick, which we'll talk about at the end of the show. And the Chargers over here signing Jeremiah Tauchu. But there is another long one, long shot, David, that you wanted to talk about. A guy that another young receiver, right, who has produced that could be available. That's right. That that guy that you're talking about here is Chase Claypool, a guy that is in the same body type and same kind of type of player as Mike Williams. He's six foot four. 238 pounds so he's a bigger body guy who's a contested catch wide receiver has pretty good speed too he's a 442 guy so that's really good speed for a, yeah. a bigger body type of wide receiver this guy the chargers love to, big guys too right yeah, and that's yeah they thing. do and i mean yeah. hey there, there's been a long history of success for those jump ball type of guys with the chargers malcolm floyd being one of those guys who had a long storied career with philip rivers over 100 targets in 20 and 21 so this guy is used to a large volume of passes 62 for 873 and nine touchdowns. So this guy who brings real production, 14.1 yards per reception. He is a big play, big body wide receiver that obviously Justin Herbert has had a great chemistry with Mike Williams. We've seen how many times Mike Williams has bailed out the Chargers offense, bringing in another guy that's in that same mold, who is also under contract through 2023 at a measly 593,000 because he's still on his rookie contract. This guy would definitely be another one like Elijah Moore that would take a pretty sizable package uh, to be yeah. able to bring in um, because th- this guy's a, a young receiver with pr- proven production and he's on a very, very cheap contract. So a guy I think would be a great compliment to the Chargers wide receivers, another big play guy that is going to cost a lot as far as compensation, but contract would fit right in with those two $20 million wide receivers the Chargers are paying. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that rookie contract is what's going to drive the price up. And I think the Jets, right, and to some extent the Steelers would not trade them for different reasons. Right. Like, the Jets are 5-2, and two, yeah. right? I mean, they have all the reason not to be sellers in the world. But if you really wanted to make a mess, it would make him more available, but it would also make it probably less likely that the Chargers try to go for him, right, if he's just, yeah. you know, kind of making it about himself. With Chase Quaypool, they have other guys. They have Deontay Johnson, who they already extended. They have George Pickens, who they just drafted, right? And we all know how good they are at drafting wide receivers. Like, they always have good wide receivers. So, I'm yeah. sure there's another one on the horizon in the third or fourth round that Tom Telesco will miss on, probably. Uh, <laughs> but I think for this in particular, like, for them, they have also a rookie quarterback in Kenny Pickett. So, keeping right. as many weapons around that dude as possible to see what they have in him might be an important thing. But real quick, before we get into the last segment, I did think it was important, though, to just say, hey, I know there's other guys available that would fit great on the Chargers. Guys like, you know, DJ Moore just from a talent standpoint. Oh, yeah. And even bring Cooks. But unfortunately, David, the Chargers probably aren't going to be wanting to pay three receivers 19 plus million dollars in 2023. And for both of those guys, that's what it would take. 
there's absolutely no chance that it's happening. And trust yeah. me, I am one of the first guys that would love to absolutely see <laughs> those Even, guys yeah. in Chargers uniforms. Okay, Brandon Cooks is a guy I wanted the Chargers to, to trade for multiple times in his career. A guy that's produced no matter where he's been. He's been a thousand yard receiver year after year after year, regardless of what uniform he's wearing and regardless of who's throwing him the football. So I would love to see it. But the Houston Texans paid that guy handsomely. He deserves it. And his cap hit is immense. And so that's just, <laughs> it's just not going to happen. There's no way the Chargers are going to sign, have three guys at the same position, making hmm. pretty much the same amount of money. It, you just can't build a roster that way, even with a quarterback on a rookie contract. Yeah, it's just not feasible, especially for someone. Yeah. Brandon Cooks is getting up there too, right? Keenan Allen's already up there. Like that's two aging receivers. Yeah, he'd fit great. I mean, DJ Moore would be nice. You know, maybe oh, you yeah. feel like they should get rid of Keenan Allen. I mean, I think this year has taught us anything that would say this dude is so important to what the Chargers want to do offensively, right? But I did just want to put that out there. It's like, hey, we're not just avoiding these guys. We know no. there's other big names out there, but you have to look at the logistics of yeah. the Chargers bringing them in. Are they going to have three receivers making that much money? That's why those guys, like Chase Claypool, like I don't think he fits well long-term with the Chargers. No. I think him and Mike Williams are two kind of similar, but you would have him through next season, right? So, like, you're right. setting yourself up for the future. I would, It's not my favorite, but at the same time, like, at least it would be cheap. Some of these right. other guys are probably just going to price themselves out of the Chargers being able to attempt to trade for them. But just bring in somebody. I mean, the defense needs as much work as the Make offense does and then some, but – both sides, you can argue for additions. And on offense, a wide receiver feels necessary at this point. But the Chargers did make a move. They brought in Jeremiah Tauchu, their former second-round pick, who is now over the age of 30 at this point, to come in and help them at edge rusher. But they didn't go out and get Robert Quinn like the Eagles did. So we're going to get into that coming up after this. But I do need to tell you guys about something that makes me feel a lot safer than the Chargers' death currently, and that is Simply Safe. And I use Simply Safe for my home. Here's a sports analogy for you. When it comes to burglars, your home is like the end zone, and you need the absolute strongest defense you can muster. This is why I use Entrust Simply Safe Home Security at Simply Safe. Your safety is the only thing that matters. It's cutting edge technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back, so you always know that your home is safe. There's nothing really quite like knowing that your home is safe. I mean, there is just a certain level of when you're out and about. Knowing that at any point you can just check in on your house, right? If you're out of town for a wedding, if you're on vacation, the ability to just make sure, you know, your brother has gone has gone over to like feed your dogs or your cat or whatever, or walk your dog while you're gone. It's just so nice. And Simply Safe is the best thing for that. Because not only are you getting just the comfort of knowing that your house is safe at all times, they just have kind of groundbreaking technology in this sense because Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and outside your home and smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real and even hazard sensors that instantly detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. And they can call first responders to your house, even if you're not available, even if you don't tell them to, if they know an emergency is happening, they have the technology to recognize that real threat and make sure that someone is on your way to help. But right now, guys, you can customize the perfect system for your home in only just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash lockdown NFL. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plane and get your first month for free. Visit simplysafe.com slash lockdown NFL to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. We talked about the trades and what we wanted the Chargers to make and the moves that we kind of want them to make, but the Chargers did actually make a move and 
I don't know how to feel about it. Don't feel great about it, David, but the Chargers needed edge rusher help. We know Joey Bosa is going to be out probably at least another month at this point. It's been about four weeks since he went out. The timeline was always like eight to ten weeks. And now you lose Chris Rump, right, who already wasn't playing great anyways, but now just bodies at the position. You basically have Derek Tuska, who, you know, really hasn't caught on anywhere and has barely played for the Chargers. Yeah, Kyle Van Noy. Yeah, he basically. I mean, that's kind of what it feels like. And then Khalil Mack, obviously. But you don't have another real threat outside of Khalil Mack. And Kyle Van Noy is not really just sitting there playing that position or proving that he should be the guy to just take that over. Right. And then, like, you still have no depth behind those guys, right? Even if Kyle Van Noy comes in and plays great, him and Khalil Mack is not enough guys to have at that position while you're waiting for someone like Chris Rump, who could be out a month, and Joey Bosa, who could be out another month, right, to come back. So how do you feel, David, about Jeremiah Tauchu? Obviously, he has ties with the Chargers, so that part of it kind of makes sense, a different coaching staff, however. What did you think when you saw that signing? So, are we in 2014? I mean, did, <laughs> did we jump in a time machine and, and go back in time? I mean, are we, are we really doing this? Uh, th- I mean, that's honestly the first thoughts that that went through my mind. Your thoughts are your thoughts. The Chargers <laughs> brought in Jeremiah Tauchu. But, uh, I mean, the way I see this is, honestly, this is the Chargers taking this as a Band-Aid and putting this over the defensive end position for the, the next couple of games until Chris Rumpf and Joey Bosa get back. And yeah, I mean, there's some ties to the organization, but it was a completely different defensive scheme. So I don't know how much of an impact he's going to be able to make. I mean, he had his best year back in 2015. He had six sacks and 15 tackles for loss. Uh, You know, also had a pretty decent year with the Broncos where he came in and got five sacks a couple of seasons ago. But the last couple of years, he hasn't really played at all. I mean, he, he hasn't really been somebody who has added any kind of you know, positive value, although I'm sure he's going to play some special teams because that's what Chris Rumpf was doing for the Chargers and he'll, you know, be that supplemental pass rusher. I mean, he when I remember watching him, he had a little bit of wiggle, but he had some trouble staying on the football field. It just was a guy that just seemed like there was potential there, but that potential never materialized into actual production. So uh, I don't know. I'm not really super excited about this move, to be quite honest. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to get excited about it. Yeah, the year you're talking about with the Broncos was 2020. So, hey, yeah. maybe he can tap into that 2020 form. He got a ton of, you know, reps that year. But he had five sacks in 2020. The last two seasons, though, are, you know, since the start of 2021. He's only played in six games. He played in one game this year and five games in 2021. So, you just really haven't seen him. He's an older guy that already had injury issues before. Yeah. And even when he's been out there, it's not like he's some world beater. And the problem yeah. with that is just that, Hey, if you just needed a guy, if he was going to be your fifth guy, right, on the roster or something like that, just to help, I get it. But you need more than that to me at this point because even before Chris Rump got hurt, you weren't getting nearly enough from the edge rusher position. I would have even, you know, thought Kyler Fackrell was a guy that made sense with three sacks last season for the Chargers, right? Knowing the system, being able to come in and play right away, he's a free agent. Because Derek Tuska has eight pressures and 135 career pass rushing snaps. So it's just like you can't not... You can't just rely on that dude to be fixing your problems and cut me being the band-aid for guys like Joey Bosa and Chris Rump. I just it, it's too hard to expect that's going to happen. I would have loved to see them bring in a proven dude to really help this unit and even when Joey Bosa came back to really make that unit a lot deeper, right? Because I don't think Chris Rump did take the step that you want him to take. Kyle Noy hasn't filled in as just a good full-time edge rusher on this team. And then you see the Eagles. David been the Eagles are really going all in. They don't even really need him, but they went and traded for Robert Quinn, Khalil Mack's running mate last year with the Chicago Bears. 
that was hard to watch. All it took was a fourth round pick, David. I would have signed off on that two days ago. Well, it's just the rich get richer. I mean, that's what this situation is. The Eagles have one of the best rosters in the league. They're undefeated. I mean, they've been fantastic on both sides of the ball. And then they go out there and solidify their presence and, yeah. and, and get a guy that has been a proven production pass rusher in this league for many many years and still playing at an incredibly high level and all it took was a fourth round pick a fourth round pick and then you could have sent that off and paired him with Khalil Mack I mean remember guys Khalil Mack had six sacks in seven games and Robert Quinn had like 20 he had 18 and a half sacks 18 and a half it's just unreal just imagine what those two guys can do if they're on the same field and oh by the way in a few weeks you get this monster named joey bosa back just 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 think for a second what this dream would look like with robert quinn khalil mack and joey bosa all coming after the quarterback at the same time the chargers would be absolutely nasty uh, getting yeah. after the quarterback. It would make everybody's job so much easier. You don't have to cover as long because you got three guys that are coming to take the quarterback's head off. Man, a fourth-round pick, Daniel. That's all it took. Yeah, and it's it just, I think, pretty symbolic of, you know, the Chargers' history of just not really fully pushing all their chips in the middle of the table. And, I mean, to the, for this season specifically, yeah, I mean, a lot has gone wrong, right? Maybe this isn't when you want to make that push, but it's still – like I've talked about so many times, another year of Justin Herbert's rookie contract and career, another yeah. year of, you know, Keenan Allen and Joey Bosa and Derwin James and Khalil Mack's career. Yeah. Like some of those guys are older and not necessarily going to keep getting better and better, right? The decline is going to happen at some point. This is a very important year for the Chargers, a very important year for Brandon Staley. The Eagles are over here making win now moves. I mean, I know Robert Quinn only has one sack this year. I get that. But the dude had 18 and a half last year. And if he was on the Chargers in this situation, right, especially after the four games back where we're waiting for these other guys, potentially four to six weeks, it would have been nasty. And it doesn't it doesn't hurt you to have great pass rushers coming off the bench. It doesn't hurt Ever. you on obvious passing situations to rush Bosa inside and have, you know, this guy on the outside alongside Khalil Mack. Like, that's insane. Like, in adding two positions of strength, right, is what the Eagles are doing. This is a position of weakness for you, and you're still yes. not willing to part with maybe, you know, a fourth-round pick. It's just crazy, man. Like, it's just the Chargers have to do something. Like, guys like Jeremiah Tauchu, who it's like, I'm not even trying to bag on the dude. Maybe he comes in and plays well and gives them something that I'd love to see it. Need I would they, love to see it. I'd love to see They need more bodies at that position, too. go crazy. 100%. It's just he's not an impact player at this point. He really has never been an impact player. Right. And if there's one thing you want to see the Chargers do is find impact players that can come in and fill in for some of these literal all pro level players that you guys are missing right now. It better not be the only move. It better not be the only move that the Chargers make during this bye period is bringing in Jeremiah Atachu. If that is the case, it is an unmitigated disaster. The Chargers cannot have it. They have to bring someone else in that is going to impact this season in a positive fashion. I agree. I agree 100%. I mean, go for it. These picks aren't turning into what you think they're turning into anyways. And like some of these guys are literally going to go for sixth and seventh round picks. Pull the trigger. You can, you know, if we had the guys that, you know, if we were stocked correctly in the personnel department anyways, you'd be trading some of your players for other picks, right? That's not the position you're in. The depth hasn't held up. Go find people to fix some of the problems you have. You're not going to fix everything. But if you can just, you know, put a couple of Band-Aids on 
you're turning this into a team who's been super shaky to maybe a team you feel more confident about down this back stretch, which is going to be tough. But that is going to wrap things up for today's show. Make sure you guys are back here tomorrow because it is Fan Mail Friday, and you guys are going to get to take over the show for a day and you get make sure to get your questions in at Lockdown LAC. We'll be putting out multiple posts tomorrow. You can get your questions in on there. We try to get you as many as we can. You can also call to the voicemail line at 323-524-7924. But to make sure you're here for it, make sure you are following wherever you get your podcast from, whether that's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever. You can always find the Lockdown Chargers podcast every day and for free. You can also find us on our Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel. Make sure you guys like the, hit the like button if you're watching right now. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. And you can also find the show on all of our social media at Lockdown LAC on Twitter, on my Twitter at Dan Talk Sports, and David Drogmeyer's Twitter at Drotalk SD. You can also find us on our Lockdown Chargers Facebook page and at Lockdown Chargers on Instagram. But we appreciate you guys making us your first listen. If you guys need a second listen, make sure to check out Lockdown Sports today. I love it. It's like bringing back Sports Center in its prime. It's getting little clips from all of the local experts from all over every sport that you're watching and getting just the minute-to-minute update, basically, on all of the latest things going on in little clips from around the league. There's nothing quite like it out there. But make sure you guys are back here tomorrow for our Fan Mail Friday, getting into all of your guys' questions and voicemails. But until then, take it easy and go Bolts.